This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, my name is Steve. You're listening to Bible Toolbox. When is the last time you listened to God? Listen to God. You know, when I read the New Testament, there aren't many times when God actually speaks in public. You can hear the voice of God spoken to a group of people. So my question is this. When was the last time God spoke and everybody heard him? The group under the group that he was speaking to actually heard his voice. Well, if you look at, look at Luke chapter 3, verse 21 and 22, this is the first time in the New Testament that God speaks to a group of people and everybody heard. Of course, this occasion was when Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River by John the Baptist. After he was baptized, it looked like a dove descended from heaven uh, and a voice spoke, and it says, This is my son, in whom I am well pleased. That was the first time in the New Testament God actually spoke and people heard. So the question comes in, when was the last time God spoke to a group of people and they heard his voice? Hmm. If you turn to the same gospel, Luke chapter 9 and verse 35, this is what it says. A voice came from a cloud saying, this is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. Wow. The last time God spoke where a group of people could hear, it was pointing to his son Jesus. Listen to him. Listen to him. This was on a, on a mountain. Uh, sometimes this is called the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus took Peter, James, and John up the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, there appeared on either side of him two figures. One was Moses, representing the Old Testament law, and the other was Elijah, representing the Old Testament prophets. And Jesus was in the center. And the disciples, the three disciples, saw this. They saw this, and they heard a voice. This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. So the last time that God spoke in public that people could hear was pointing only to Jesus, pointing only to Jesus. Now, I found that very strange. Why would, why would God have to do that? What was his purpose in pointing out his son? Well, if you... Look at the Gospel of John, chapter 12, 49 and 50. This is what it says. And Jesus himself is speaking now. For I did not speak on my own accord, but the Father who sent me commanded me what to say and how to say it. I know that his commands leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. Jesus, Jesus had his Father's authority passed to him. All authority has been given to Christ. He himself said that. And on this mountain, with these two figures on either side of him, representing God's uh, greatness on earth, God's uh, chosen people on earth, he said, listen to him. Listen to him. So Jesus said his commands leads to eternal life. That's in John 12 leads to eternal life. Well, let me ask you this then. What is eternal life? Now, a lot of people will say heaven. Heaven is eternal life. But 
is, is eternal life a place or a condition, a purpose? We have to understand that eternal life is a little bit different than sometimes what we think it is. In the same gospel, John chapter 17, this is what John writes in verse 3. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. That is eternal life. So if you are a Christian and you have committed yourself to Christ and Christ is your Savior and you're following in his footsteps, we're already entering eternal life. You have an understanding of who Christ is and you have understanding of his Father who sent him. So we have to kind of adjust the way we think right here and right now. We are living eternal life because every soul that is born is going to live for eternity. But there's only two places for this. One is going to be with the Father, and one is going to be separated from the Father. So we have to be, we have to understand exactly who we are, who we are, and what God wants from us. Right from the Old Testament, God made it clear. Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9. I don't often refer to the Old Testament, but this is an important verse. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Wow. See, this to enter eternal life with God the Father requires something on our part, okay? It requires something from us, okay? The Lord watches. God watches. God sees us. God sees our commitment. God sees our lives. God sees the way we present him to the world. Christ only presented and spoke on behalf of his Father. He did not speak on his own. He didn't have anything special that he himself was doing. He was following his mission. Right from the beginning in Adam and Eve, <laughs> we have to understand, you know, was God really fair to Adam and Eve? Was he really fair? Look, he created a garden for them, for them alone, okay? And they could live there eternally. That's what he, was, that's what he did. And he only had... You uh, only spoke to them about what their condition was. In Genesis chapter 2, 16 and 17, this is what the Bible says. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will surely die. So at the beginning of the world, there was only one commandment. You can have anything you want, but that tree... You can't eat the fruit of it. That's it. Just one. Now, I don't know about you, but I think I would have tried to build a wall around that tree. Just That's, that's just me, because you know what happened, okay? But, I mean, was God being fair here? He gave them everything that they needed, but he didn't warn them about the serpent in the garden. You think that's fair? That God should have said, look, you can have anything you want. There's a tree you're not supposed to eat of, but be careful because there's a snake in paradise, okay? Be very, very careful. There's a serpent in paradise. Don't you think God should have been fair with that? Right? Give them a warning? Hello? You can have what you want. I gave you these things. It's free of charge. You can have it. But be careful. Well, he didn't do that. So maybe God was rigging the system, right? saying, well, let's go see what happens. Well, you know what I think? 
I think God was trying to find out that who man would listen to. Would he listen to God the Father, the Lord of all, the creator of the universe, the creator of whole life? Or would they listen to the serpent? Well, we know the answer to that one, don't we? We know the answer. Right. So we have to, we have to understand, even in the world today, we live with the serpent. Well, he's called the lion. He's called the serpent. He's called Satan. He's called the devil. He's called Beelzebub. Okay. He's called evil. He's called the father of lies. Okay. So God is still watching us. Like Chronicle says, he's, he's looking for those who are faithful to him. So we have to make up our mind. Who are you listening to? God's last words was, this is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. Listen to him. And there's a warning that Christ uh, gives us, too. In Luke chapter 17, he says, just as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. Ooh. And you read there that he was talking about people eating, drinking, marrying, doing whatever they want and everything until the flood came. We're living in the last days as well. We're living in the days of Noah, as Christ has said. Okay, so we have this, we have this balance that we have, right? We have this balance in life. Who are you listening to? Are you listening to God the Father through his Son? All authority have been on heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. Are we listening to him, or are we taking advice from whoever we think would be a good pe people to get advice from? Politicians, your family, your husband, your wife, your kids, your grandpa, your grandma, who are you listening to? Be very, very careful. Let us listen to the one with authority. Let us listen to the one who created us and made us because he sent his son and passed along whatever he wants us to do through the words of his son, Jesus. I wish you all God's blessing as we listen to God together. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.